And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Kent Garrison from The Athletic NFL Audio Team here with Athletic NFL senior writer Lindsey Jones. The number one pick of the 2005 NFL Draft, Alex Smith, retired What was your quick reaction to this when you first saw the news? Yeah, I mean, I think it was just that, you know, wow, what a career he had. I mean, he's just been such an interesting player. Everything that he's been through his career, you know, I just think he just went through so much from his years in San Francisco, the trade to Kansas City, the drafting of Patrick Mahomes, and then obviously the devastating injury that he suffered in Washington a couple of years ago, where that was an injury where it should have ended his career. And he didn't let that end his career. And what he went through to get back, to even get back on the field um, was was really remarkable. And he had chances to play this year. I mean, we had him as one of our top free agents available, um, you know, top free agent veteran quarterbacks this year after his release, release from Washington. And, you know, I think ultimately, you know, he now has decided that he's done. He's accomplished enough in his career. He doesn't have anything left to prove. And, you know, maybe didn't want to go to a situation where he was going to be a backup or competing with a rookie. And, you know, ultimately it was kind of, you know, getting back on the field last year in Washington was a really good way to kind of bookend a really remarkable career. Yeah. So why do you think he ultimately decided to, to hang it up? I I mean, uh, he never won a Super Bowl as a quarterback. So, I mean, maybe there was something in the back of his mind that like, yeah, that's the one thing I still want to do, but there's not a team out there for me to, to be able to accomplish that. I don't want to be a backup. Maybe I want to move into some managerial uh, roles within an organization or something like that. Uh, what what ultimately do you think? Was it the lack of interest in him this offseason that, that led him to this decision? Yeah, I mean, I think there might be all of the above. And we'll probably hear more from him in coming days. You know, he, he announced his retirement on, you know, via his Instagram, which is, you know, kind of the way that a lot of players will do it these days. I believe Drew Brees did the same thing um, a month or so ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's all of those things because, you know, the, the, the offseason is always about a quarterback carousel and, you know, it's kind of a game of musical chairs, whatever metaphor you want to throw in there. And, you know, as, as the seats are getting filled and we got to the point where there wasn't this really clear and obvious spot now for Alex Smith to go. And I think he's earned the right through everything that he's done on the field, everything he's been through off the field to, you know, not be the guy who is going to come in to be maybe just a placeholder or, you know, to compete. You know, I, I live in Denver and there was, you know, kind of some rumblings that maybe he could be the veteran guy who could get added to the Broncos quarterback room. Um, you know, I think Chicago was a place that he could have made a lot of sense because of his history with Matt Nagy, but they ultimately obviously obviously were going to sign Andy Dalton. So that took the Bears off of the table. And, you know, if there wasn't a clear path for him to be a starter, I'm not sure much how how much, you know, more motivation he would have to, you know, kind of be that backup, that mentor quarterback. He's been that guy. He has been the best at being that guy, you know, one of the best we've ever seen in NFL history at doing that. And, you know, he's, you know, he's played a long time. He's, you know, almost 37 years old. He's got a young family. And, 
you know, good for him to being to, to be able to kind of walk away on his own terms, survey the landscape, survey his own health. I'm sure a lot of consideration and time was spent with his family, with his wife, with his children, with his parents, his siblings, talking about kind of where he's at in his life and what he wants now. And, you know, I, I always just have to applaud somebody who's able to kind of come to that decision on their own. And, you know, his career was almost ended for him. And this was almost taken away from him, obviously, a couple of years ago. And instead, he was able to come back. You know, he didn't play great when he played for Washington last year, but it was really difficult circumstances. But he was able to play. And it was pretty clear to me that he had made that self a made that a goal for himself heading into the 2020 season that he was going to show that he was able to get back. And he did that now. And there wasn't a ton left that he had to necessarily prove to anybody else or to himself. I think that's a great, great way to sum it up. It's it's like he he proved it to himself that he could get back to the to place of of taking a team to the playoffs, which which he did, uh, you know, in part last year with the the Washington football team. So when you look back at Alex Smith's career, I mean, what a career, a full of storylines it was, Lindsay, uh, from the day he was drafted and the the Aaron Rodgers tie that will probably follow Aaron Rodgers forever and Alex Smith that comparison. And then, you know, his time in San Francisco, uh, the Colin Kaepernick situation, he goes over to Kansas City. Uh, You know, they're competitive. They're making the playoffs. And then here comes Patrick Mahomes, the GOAT, (laughs) you know, maybe uh, to to replace him. And then he goes to Washington and then the injury and the recovery story. So, I mean, it's just no shortage of incredible, I mean, circumstances surrounding Alex Smith. And I saw you on Twitter a little bit active earlier in some conversations. And, you know, you and Robert Mays talked about this on the athletic football show when Julian Edelman retired, the first thing that goes to mind when these players retire is Hall of Fame. And you kind of threw out there, like, it's hard to tell the story of the past 10 years of the NFL without mentioning his name in some capacity. And, well, yeah. and I, I kind of agree with that. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, I was kind of joking because that was, you know, what got thrown out by a lot of Patriots fans about Julian Edelman. Yeah. Was, well, you can't tell the history of the NFL. And that's actually not something that goes into a lot of these actual Hall of Fame discussions when the when the voters are in that room every year debating it. But it's true when you talk about Alex Smith that he's been involved in so many of these the most dominant storylines and the careers of a lot of, you know, really notable players. You know, he's played a really big role in that. And you know, I think what's what's really special about him is that he he just overcame a lot. I mean, those first couple of years in San Francisco were really really rough. He went through a ton of coaching changes, offensive coordinator um, turnover almost every single season. He dealt with some injuries. You know, it was just really rough. He he was drafted onto a really bad San Francisco 49ers team, which is, you know, what happens to a lot of guys who are drafted number one overall. Um, you know, it, he he ultimately ended up losing his job to Colin Kaepernick after he suffered a concussion. And, you know, that's not something any, anybody ever wants to have happened. But, you know, Kaepernick kind of was a revelation then when he ended up taking over, uh, taking over that starting job. And, you know, Alex Smith just kind of quietly moved into the background, got himself traded to Kansas City. And those Kansas City Chiefs teams were really good. And they were good in large part because of the way that Alex Smith played. He was a really good quarterback for the Andy Reid system. He wasn't the perfect quarterback for Andy Reid because we've seen what the perfect quarterback for Andy Reid is. But but they were really good. And yes, I think he did have some limitations in terms of, you know, where his ceiling was. And, you know, there was, you, you love to debate, you know, could he go downfield and would he be aggressive? Is he just a game manager? Um, but I think he kind of helped take away the stigma from the, the game manager, uh, the, the game manager tag, because 
Yes, he might have been that, but he did that really, really well. And, you know, those Chiefs teams, I mean, in in 2017, actually, he was an MVP candidate for a lot of the season, even to midway of the season, while Patrick Mahomes was, you know, kind of following him around, learning from him. And, you know, I, I just really admire the way that Alex Smith handled that, where he kind of, he knew that they had drafted his replacement. And he just said, look, I'm going to go ball out. I'm going to play my butt off. And it's going to put the Chiefs into a really difficult spot next year. Either they're going to have to trade me or they're going to have to pay me or, you know, or I'm going to go get paid somewhere else. And ultimately, they found a trading partner for him. And it didn't work out in Washington because of that injury that we've already talked about. Um, But yeah, he's really just found himself in the middle of a lot of, you know, really important parts of NFL history. So we'll close on this. What do you think is is up for Alex Smith post football? Um, you know, there's a a lot of th- directions he could go. I remember hearing rumblings while he was injured that he kind of, you know, was was maybe exploring going into the GM route. Uh, you know, going into personnel, something like that, or running a team. I, I could certainly see that as a as a possibility. Here's what would be hilarious to me, Lindsay. What if he made a run at the Jeopardy hosting job? <laughs> Trying to take it away from Aaron Rodgers. Go, Rogers. go you usurp uh, Aaron Rodgers there one more yeah, time. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a really smart guy. He's really personable. I think he'd obviously, um, you know, one of the reasons that he lasted 16 years in the NFL when he did have, you know, some physical limitations at times was because of how smart he was. So if he wants to go into personnel or he wants to go into coaching, I think there clearly will be a path, a path for him. Andy Reid was actually doing his pre-draft media availability today when the news was announced. And one of Andy Reid's first reactions was, if he goes into coaching, I call first dibs on him. That's just how much Andy Reid clearly respects Alex's football mind. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him take a little bit of a step back at first. You know, what he's been through over the last, you know, two years has really just been so demanding of his time and everything that it's put his family, put his family through. So, you know, he has, he has several young children and, um, you know, I hope for him, he's able to kind of step back a little bit, enjoy the time with his wife and his kids um, before he decides what's next. But, you know, I think all of those things are on the table for him, coaching, personnel, scouting, um, business. You know, he he really has he has the type of career that all of those options will be avail- available to him if he wants them. Thanks for listening to our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics new breaking news headline section for much more on this topic. And to get access to all the Athletics great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can find our latest subscription offer, just $3.99 per month. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.